0: what's up everybody how's everybody doing welcome to the very first episode of the imperfect man podcast i got something on my mic and of course that's how we're gonna start it out but that's all good anyway how's everybody doing thanks for tuning in wherever you may have um, saw this if you've seen this anywhere i appreciate it um thanks for stopping by so uh what's going on so i always thought like podcasting was a really cool idea another like cool form of entertainment and i know like it i think it kind of like came from radio you know what i'm saying like those radio tacos always trying to just talk and like give out entertainment in some way or another like i feel like in order for you to get a job as a radio host you've got to be somewhat entertaining or controversial and i feel like that's what podcasting is now just everybody can do it and um i don't really know if radio's dying out excuse me I don't really know if radio is dying out like that, but personally, like, I I still listen to the radio. I'm I, I more listen to, like, pastors and stuff, I guess you could say. I don't really listen to music anymore. I kind of just, um, I listen to dudes preach, or I just, like, if it's me and my lady, or my wife, me and my wife, we'll be, um, we'll just be, like, chopping it up. Like, we just talk, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what, like, I feel like before, it would be, like, radio, 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 and then that was, like, we kind of, like, wouldn't really say anything, so it's, like, your drive kind of turns into, like, the music, you know what I'm saying, and you got to cherish every moment you got, or, like, you know, taking every, every conversation you could have with, you know, anybody in the car with you, and my wife, you know, I'm always with my wife, we, we go everywhere together, so, you know, like, to me, it was just an opportunity for us to just get more conversation, or have conversation that is different from regular conversation, you know what I mean? Sometimes we'd be having car conversations that would be turning into, like, like, we'll park, and then we'll still talk about stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I guess it's just one of those things. If I mean, if you don't listen to the radio, then you probably kind of know what I'm talking about, unless you're just sitting there talking to yourself. (laughs) If you're sitting there talking to yourself, I guess that's the same thing, too. But, um, yeah, I just – I really like the – I really like the idea of podcasts. I really I really appreciate the idea of podcasting. I really thought it was something cool for people to like just listen to. It's it's a is a better way for people to listen to something that's better for them in their mind and for better them to like it's better for somebody to listen to a podcast that's going to help them than listen to like some music that's going to like mess them up, you know what I'm saying? Cuz music is one of those things that really just depends on how you handle it. If you can't handle your music, it'll switch who you are. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you could be listening to music and you could start getting your feels, and then start thinking about stuff like sad stuff. And you know, what I'm saying? it's like that. But like people don't realize, like when you listen to like when you listen to like 50 Cent or something. You know what I'm saying? And you're going hard. That's how you're gonna be throughout the whole day. You're gonna lose a little bit of your character because of that song. And you got to really know when to switch it off and switch it on So for me, I just don't have the ability yet You know what I'm saying? And like all the music I listened to Or the, all the music I used to listen to Wasn't anything that I should have been listening to anyway It's kind of just, you know what I'm saying? Things that would make me feel some type of way about myself And then I'd carry that pride around with me all day And it's just, there ain't no point of it It kind of just, kind of brings down your character in a way If you really think about it And it's crazy because I think like I'm pretty sure, I think the the devil was like one of the, like he was like playing the harp or something, like he was, I think the Bible or, I, I feel like I've heard before, like he used to play beautiful music, and then um, when he wanted to be, when he wanted people to worship him and like, you know what I'm saying, when he wanted to play God and be God, and he kicked him out, that's probably what he used, people probably listened to his beautiful music and like, man, it's all good, I'm, I'm here, I actually heard a story a long time ago about, I don't, I don't know, if, I don't know the guy personally, but I seen um, the story, I, I, I watched the story a long time ago, and I, and I think I was, yeah, I was at church, and it was about this guy, I forgot what happened to him, but um, he had died for like a split second, and he said that he was walking hell, he said he could see Michael Jackson, and they had him standing there, dancing, he said he seen them dance. he seen him singing and dancing on a table, and there was like these demons like, he was dancing in fire, I guess, and then there was, like, demons or, like, just these things sitting around the table laughing at him, pointing at him, and poking him with, like, a stick, and they were, they were making him sing his songs, and I guess um, every time, I guess it was supposed to mean, like, every time the Michael Jackson or, or his music was being played, the fire would raise up. And that's what it was symbolizing. That's what the guy said that he seen, and what he felt, and what he learned when he died. For I I don't know if he died, or if what happened to him. But if I could find that story, I would like to watch it again and remember everything this time. But I thought about that and I was like, that's insane. People really out here just like like they You really never know what you're doing could be affecting somebody in the afterlife. I had um somebody tell me this. It's like. You got to let things go with people who pass away. Because if you don't, it's kind of like you're not letting them have their freedom. You're kind of always holding on to them and making them stay with, with you on earth. You're not letting them rest. And I never thought about it like that. It's kind of crazy because you mourn and you feel sad for those people that are gone. But if you continuously think about them or continuously have them or or like want to keep them here, You'll never let them rest, wherever they may go. And, you know, like, most likely, if somebody's going to be able to talk to you and reach you here and, and, like, you'll be able to feel somebody, if it's a good thing, it's probably meaning that they're in heaven. You know what I'm saying? Nobody really knows where anybody's going. You know what I'm saying? Nobody really knows how somebody really is on the inside. So you really know if somebody's going to go to hell or heaven. And, um, personally, I just, I feel like, um. if you can feel somebody in a positive way, then that's probably God giving them the opportunity to apologize for what they did to you or let them know that they or that person letting you know like they love you. It just could be different things, you know what I'm saying? But if it feels negative or something really, really bad, then it's probably not who you think it is, you know what I'm saying? It's probably somebody else trying to like scare you. It's probably like the devil trying to like send one of his little demons to be messing with you or something. I got some coffee here, so if I be taking a couple sips. My bad, you know what I'm saying? That's just how it be. i I'll be drinking that half-caf. It's um half-caffeine, Green Mountain, K-Cups. Ooh, doggy, That that's, that's gas right there. That's the fire. Mm. I'm a hot coffee person all day, and I'll never deny it. It's fire. I could drink hot coffee more than I could drink, like, cold coffee or something. You know what I'm saying? To me... Hot coffee's the originator, you know what I'm saying? You can't have no cold coffee if you ain't brewing up the hot coffee making it cold, you know what I mean? So to me, that, 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 I really, I enjoy hot coffee. And it's kind of crazy because I never really understood the point of coffee. When I was a kid, I was just like, why do people drink coffee? I I feel like that was just like the adult thing to do. So when I first started drinking coffee, to me, I was just being an adult. I was just doing what I was supposed to be doing, like, yeah, I'm I'm drinking coffee because that's just what I do now. I drink coffee. I'm old. But nah, I, I, I appreciate the taste. I appreciate everything that I get from the coffee now. <laughs> I guess that you could say in a way. But um my, my wife actually got me something for my birthday because man I'm usually really good at keeping secrets i'm like not in a bad way but you know what i'm saying like her birthday's coming up so i got my wife this purse and i'm usually really good at being able to keep like presents like low-key you know what i mean i usually don't have a problem with not being able to say something i usually can just hide it in my closet or you know figure something out but i thought she got her purse out of the car and i was like yo i need to go to the car to get your purse and i went oh I literally went, oh, not, I covered my mouth, and she looked at me, she's like, what do you mean, and I was like, she's like, honestly, she's like, I didn't even grab my, my purse out of the car, so you could have played it off, I was like, dang, I was like, oh, I thought she had grabbed it, so I was like, Oh, I just gave it away to me. It didn't click. It just happened. So I was just like, dang, like I really blew it right there. And then she's just like, you could have played it off. I didn't even know what you were talking about. I was like, dang. But like, I don't know. For some reason, I just reacted. I think low key deep down. I just wanted to give her her gift already. But she didn't get all of them. I did give her two of them, though, because, you know, I just after I did it, it was supposed to be like a two in one gift. So I just gave her the two in one for, for the night, um, I think that was I think that was yesterday actually yeah, it was yesterday's. But man, I was just tripping out. I was like, dang, like I ain't never blew blown like a birthday prize a birthday surprise before, and the first time I did it had to be this one. And I was like, dang, that's crazy, man. It will be the one the one time I'm trying to keep it low key as possible, but it's whatever I guess. You live and you learn, and then you move on. Just like in life, you live, you learn, and then you move on. I hope everybody's having a good day, night, morning, wherever they may be right now. I hope it's popping off for you, and I hope you carry this wherever you go. Um, You know, I'm uh, 21 years years old. I'm going to be 22, and by the time this drops, probably a week. So my birthday's March 28th. I'm recording this March 20th. Um, I'll probably release it March 21st. So that's a week. I'll be I'll be 22, and uh, I went through a lot of things in my life um, to get to me to get me where I'm at right now. And uh, it's not a good thing for some of the things that I went through, but some of the things that I went through were good things. Um, but it all comes down to really who I wanted to become in this in this world. You know what I'm saying? You grow up and you watch TV, or you grow up and you see things, and you're trying to figure out who you want to be as a kid, and you don't really realize how influential things are in life. And uh, as you get as you're an adult, if you really pay attention to everything, I have two kids, so I'm pretty much watching whatever they're watching. I don't really like put cartoons on and leave them by themselves, and um, my kids don't even really like watching cartoons. They like to like play and run around it we don't live in like no house or nothing you know what I'm saying so they love they love just running around the apartment my son loves going to throw the trash he loves to sweep he loves to mop pick stuff up he likes to throw the diapers away you know what I'm saying like he likes to pick up things that he knows our guy he likes to cook my man will be jumping up on the oven and mixing it up so he'll be pouring out all my olive oil and be throwing out all my seasonings just in one little pot and I gotta go get some more because that's just what he likes to do like I'll be taking care of his little sister and that's just what my man likes to do. But hey, I let him rock. I let him rock his little life the way he wants to do it cuz if you have so much control over your own kids or you have so much control over somebody that you're like in charge of, they'll never ever ever feel like they can breathe. You'll be suffocating them so much. They'll never get to understand who they are if that makes any sense. If you're squeezing something so so tight, so so tight, it's going to either pop, explode, or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's not going to... You you take a water bottle that's full. If you can squeeze that... If you squeeze that water bottle as hard as you can, as long as you can, eventually, if you can squeeze it hard enough, that, that lid is going to pop open. That water is going to go everywhere. And that's how it is. With, I think that's how it is with kids. If you don't give them room to breathe, then they'll never, ever, ever be able to figure out life on their own they'll never ever ever be able to become who they want to become they'll just try to become something that will give them the opportunity to breathe like if you if your kids see something and they're like man i want to be like that okay well that's what good that's what their goal is going to be is to be like that so me i like to monitor with them i like to watch them i discipline my kids and i let them know like right from wrong And I've always gotten told that my kids are very well behaved and I take that as a big compliment and that's because of my wife and that's because of me We balance each other out. She knows when to be hard on them and I know when to be hard on them She knows when to be loving and I know when to be loving and it's a great balance that we have And I got to give a a shout out to my wife for being a great wife and a a great mother Um, Because without her I wouldn't have my kids at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Without her I wouldn't be blessed to have my kids, I wouldn't be blessed to have her, just in general for being a great woman that she is, and uh, I'm just grateful for them. And um, yeah, I just I, I like to monitor what they watch because you really never know what your kids want to watch. You know what I'm saying? You really never know what you your kids are gonna be staring at, and that's where we get messed up. Is like staring, 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 and it's like yeah, well my kid's cool. He just chilling, watching cartoons, not playing with his toys but he's not crying so he's okay, you know what I'm saying? But nah, it's like if you got your kids stuck on T V all day and if that's all they wanna do is be on the T V or stuck on a screen, you know what I'm saying? I feel like it's not gonna it's not gonna give them anything to look forward to in life. They're just gonna be, you know, couch potatoes, I guess you could call it. And my son, he he gets to watch like one cartoon he likes. But it's kinda hard to like it's kinda hard to say he likes it, you know what I mean? Because he's a little kid. How does he know that he likes? He just sees colors and movement, you know what I mean? So you got to watch out. Don't let your kids get stuck in a trance, Because they'll grow up and realize like, hey, I, this is that trans I remember when I was a kid. I'm going to keep doing this. It's like us as humans. Like If we never ask for forgiveness from God, we'll never be able to get out of doing what we're doing. We'll never be able to move past But me and god know or me and god know i'm going through you know what i'm saying and that's the same thing with your kids you know if you let your kid do something and you don't discipline him for it he'll never know what he's doing is wrong now there's a point of discipline you can't be beating your kids you know what i'm saying you can't you can't beat your kids till they can't breathe or beat their kids till they're bleeding you know what i'm saying you're not trying to crucify your children. You're just trying to discipline them and teach them and, and let them learn. And you go and you grow up as a kid, like me. I got whooped. You know what I'm saying? You grow up as a kid, you get whooped, and you're like, man, what am I getting hit for? Okay, I did that. It was wrong. But if I keep getting whooped, 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 well, I'm just gonna keep doing it bad because I already know that I'm just gonna get whooped. You know what I'm saying? I feel like there's forms of discipline that you have to have with kids, and that's a big thing. Is um, I don't always spank my son. But I, I'm stern with him. When I need to be. And when he needs to get whipped, The boy gets whooped. And that's how we. That's how God is with us. Is he's stern with us. He lets us know that when we're doing wrong. He strikes us with conviction. He lets us know. Hey. You really doing what you're doing right now. How's that, how's that going to affect you. See. God being stern with us. That's his conviction. When he spanks us. That's when we start to lose the things that we blame him for. Like, ah, oh, God, I lost my family. And why did you let me lose my family? Well, you wanted to go this, this, and do. You wanted to go do this, this, and this. So I'm not going to be stern with you anymore. I'm going to spank you. And I'm taking your family away. Because you don't want to listen to your family. And you don't want to listen to me. We're trying to help you. You know what I'm saying? That's what God does. He's stern with you. And that's your conviction. Keep that conviction Keep it at just conviction. Just keep it at him being stern when you mess up. Don't be messing up every single like day. You know what I mean? Every, every day we're going to mess up. But I'm saying don't do the same thing that got you in the in the bad situation in the first place. There's no point of doing the same exact thing every single day and getting the same exact result. God, you can't trick God. You know what I'm saying? God's always going to find out. And God's always going to let people who you may think aren't smart enough to find out. They're going to find out too. Everybody deep deep down already is gonna know what's going on. But that's because God God gives us that opportunity. He gives us that opportunity to you know what I'm saying, like be stern before he's like, Look, I'm I'm taking I'm gonna take your car keys away. He's like, stop messing around. And then sure enough, you keep messing around, takes your car keys away. And God ain't gonna give you your car keys back. He really ain't. He's gonna discipline us until we know that until or not we but he's going to discipline us until he knows that you're ready and you can't trick god god's not your parent you know what i'm like he's your parent but we can trick our parents into thinking that we've we've learned everything already you know what i mean i'm sorry i'm sorry like i'll never do it again yeah you can't play that with god you know what i'm saying god knows when you're serious and god knows when you're fake so don't remember that see hebrews 12 8 says if you are not disciplined and everyone undergoes discipline, then you are not legitimate, not true sons and daughters at all. Hebrews twelve eight. See right there, he's just saying, if you are not disciplined, and he's saying, and everyone undergoes discipline. He's saying, if you're not, if you're not disciplined, and I discipline everybody, then you're not legit. You're not of me. You're not my son or daughter, because if you were my son or daughter, you would go through discipline. You would go through. That conviction you would go through trials and tribulations because He's letting you go through them. You know what I'm saying? He says everyone undergoes discipline. Don't feel like God's picking on you. God's not a bully. God gives us a choice. The last thing that God is is a bully. God is somebody who gives us a choice whether or not to live right or wrong. He's He gives us the opportunity to choose left from right. And you got to remember that whatever you choose is the decision that you're making. And the decision that he already knows you're going to make. He's God. He has everything planned out. If you're going through discipline, don't be upset. Don't be angry about it. But you rejoice in the Lord. Take appreciation that, yes, God loves me so much that he's letting me go through this. And I'm going to succeed on the other side. For him. Not for myself, but for him. That's what he wants from us. And he's saying, Everyone undergoes discipline. So don't feel like he's like, like singling you out. You know what I'm saying? He's not picking on you because you don't know what that next person who is around you is going through. Or you don't know who your your significant other or your brother, your sister, your, your dad, your mom. You don't know what anybody else is going through. So don't feel like he's trying to single you out. Understand that everyone who is of him, everyone he loves is going to go through discipline. He's like, so if you're not going through it. You're not legit. You're not of me. Hebrews Hebrews 12.7 says, Endure hardships as discipline. God is treating you as his children. For what children are not disciplined by their father? See, Hebrews 12.7 is telling us that I'm disciplining you because I love you. I'm disciplining you because I'm your father. What father doesn't discipline their children? And it's crazy because I was talking about my kids and they led into this. And I wasn't even going to talk about this. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, it isn't about planning everything out. It isn't about, like, God knows we're going to fall. God knows we're not going to do everything right. So don't try to plan out how you can sneak in little ways to do things that are bad. Because he sees it already. And he's disciplining you for it and he's allowing you to go through discipline before you try to do that so you understand that hey I'm watching you I'm seeing you and I know what you're about to do stop okay I love you so much that I'm stopping this I'm gonna let this little trouble that you're gonna get into help you from getting into bigger trouble you know what I'm saying endure hardships as discipline God is treating you as his children for what children are not disciplined for what children are not disciplined by their father Hebrews 12:7 just like your parent loves you they will discipline you if your parent doesn't discipline you there's something wrong you can't be a perfect person well, nobody's going to be perfect but you can't be a good person without having some discipline in your life you can't always get your way you have to go through discipline and it's better that Someone who loves you disciplines you, than the world. Cause if the world disciplines you, they ain't got no mercy. You know what I'm saying? Discipline could be one trigger away, and you're done. That's your discipline right there. Your one time that you wanted to get disciplined, you try to get disciplined by the wrong person, and now you ain't breathing, or now you're in the hospital, or now you're embarrassed. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't, it doesn't have to be death, but it can be embarrassment. Now you get to live with that embarrassment because you didn't want to listen, because you. Didn't want to turn the other cheek You know what I'm saying We want to have that pride We want to have that Chicano pride inside of us And carry that with us wherever we go But why You know what I'm saying I I used to have the most pride in myself But deep deep down I was scared I'm scared of everything Everything I used to be I used to wrestle And I used to freeze up Even if the kid wasn't Like even if I knew I could whoop the kid I would still get nervous I would still get scared Because that's just what happens. Because deep, deep down, every single person was scared. Every single person has been scared in their life. And they got to realize that it's not going away. And whatever you're trying to hide, whatever you're trying to put on top of it, it ain't going to go away. There's no sense to having pride. There's no sense to keeping pride on you. Because you don't look cool having pride. You know what I'm saying? You got no swagger because you're prideful. But we think we do. But that's because... Two things haven't happened yet. One, you ain't got chin check. And two, you ain't believing what God's telling you to do. You know what I'm saying? You can't you can't walk around thinking that having the most pride is going to get me wherever I want to be. Because that's not true. Because somebody might be able to chin check you and put you in your place. And then now you're embarrassed. And you're scared that's going to happen again. And it might never happen again. But guess what? Happened that one time. You know what I'm saying? They got you got put in your place that one time. And it changed your life forever. Everybody has been scared one time or another, male or female. We all have pride and we all try to like be boastful about our pride. But why? You know what I'm saying? Why? Like people, like like people take pride in their cars. And my car's bad, this, this and this. Yeah, y'all gonna race, but then you're gonna get a speeding ticket. You know what I'm saying? And when you go in over like 10, 15, it's like turning into a eight to a thousand dollar ticket. Be prideful about the car. Just, you know what I'm saying? Don't be so proudful and don't cherish it more than you cherish your family. If that makes sense, you know what I'm saying? Cause there's no point. It's just a car. The pride that you have and the pride that you want to show out, show out for, do that for God. You know what I'm saying? Have pride that you're a follower of Christ. Have pride that, you know what I'm saying, you follow Jesus and Jesus loves you. Take pride in that. Don't take pride in silly things like a car or like your you know, yourself, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know you know what I'm saying? Like, don't take pride in walking around acting like you're the, you're the ish, you know what I'm saying? Because if I've learned one thing, there's always somebody bigger, badder, and scarier than you. Always, and yeah, you got you got that pride, you got that heart, and you ain't scared of nobody, but everybody's scared of somebody, you know what I'm saying, that big bad dude could be scared of his mama, and you ain't, you know what I'm saying, you ain't his mama, so you ain't gonna face him, you know what I'm saying, so even if you're not scared of that big bad person, there's, some, there's gonna be somebody who's badder than you, there's no point and no sense of having pride, because pride leads to trouble, trouble leads to death, and it could be death physically or it could be death spiritually. You're going to do all that, all that nonsense, have all that pride so you can go to hell? Make no sense. Your life status here on earth is not more important than the plans that God has for you. Trust me. You can run, you can hide, you can try to figure out what you want to do, whether you want to follow Jesus or not, but you keep messing around and you keep taking your time. It's going to be too late, G. So just remember, don't be imperfect. Don't be the imperfect man. I'm an imperfect man. All of us are imperfect men and women. But we got to remember that we are imperfect. So there's no sense of having pride and imperfection. You know what I'm saying? Don't have pride in being imperfect. Because if you got pride in your car, that makes you imperfect. You know what I'm saying There's one thing that's bad That Like literally it's crazy Cause it's like I've never You know what I'm saying I feel like these are all just things That just pop up and happen Cause I'm not really trying to <laughs> I'm not trying to make things coincide And go together You know what I'm saying But that's just how they're coming out So don't Don't be that man Or woman Who takes pride in their purse Or takes pride in their car or takes pride in whatever because that just shows your imperfection you care more about physical things than your spiritual things you know what i'm saying get what you need to get locked in right and locked in tight and you'll be all right and that's it that's all it's about i was reading about um moses so i, I do this thing where i read i have a study i have a study on um, BookSaver, and i have A Bible book saver like when I started from the beginning so I finished Genesis I'm on Exodus right now and I'm reading Exodus and um, I was like painted I was just trying to pick up little things like I wasn't like trying to like do anything crazy I'm just reading to learn and I noticed this one thing about Pharaoh now Pharaoh was the he was like the Egyptian like king or whatever I don't know he was Pharaoh you know what I'm saying he I guess that's that's his title but um, Moses was like, hey, yo, what's up, dog? Uh, you gotta let my people go, because if not, God's gonna send hail. And it, and it started with different things. Like, it didn't start with hail. I believe it started with, let's open up, let's, let's check a look what it started with, actually. So, in Exodus, in Exodus, Exodus 7, Exodus 7, verse 14. Yeah, okay, so Exodus 7, verse 14. It starts with the plague of blood, okay? So, he told them, he's like, yo, dog, God said to let my people go. So, he's talking about the Israelites, right? So, the Israelites... Come from the descendants of Jacob. Jacob Jacob was also known as Israel. His name was turned into Israel by God. And his father was Isaac. His father was Abraham. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But it's also Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. The, Jacob and Israel are the same guy. And Abraham was Abram. And I think Isaac's name was just Isaac. I don't think anything changed with him. So he's like, hey. So after Jacob had passed away, his people now turned into the israelites because that's just what they were um they just turned into israelites so it's like me being mexican you know what i'm saying it's just like the same thing they're all of descendants of israel so they're israelites um so the, the israelites became big in numbers so pharaoh the new king and the new pharaoh or whatever came in power and he was like yo them israelites, there's too many of them and it's like if something goes wrong they're going to join the enemy side and then boom it's going to be all them plus some versus just us so what they did is they enslaved the israelites they made them work enslaved and then they started treating them bad they were making them work for food but now they would have to so like they would work for they would gather all the food and then they would break off the Egyptians would break off a piece of everything that they were gathered so then they doubled their they doubled the value and this time they told them, listen you got to make you got to bring me double but what you bring me i ain't breaking off so that doubles for me and whatever is left you got to go back and pick for your family right so Abraham was just going to different things because of um, or not Abraham Moses Moses was seeing all these different things happen to him and the only reason Moses wasn't there is because Pharaoh's daughter found Moses Moses flowing in a river because Pharaoh ordered to kill Pharaoh ordered to kill all of the babies that were going to be born So all the Israelites who were being born all the baby boys were getting killed and Israel or Moses's mom put him in a river and it floated down To where Pharaoh's king or Pharaoh's kingdom was, or whatever you know what I'm saying, and then Pharaoh's daughter took him in, so he learned. He learned. He grew up as an Egyptian, even though he was a Hebrew. So when he got older, he left because he killed an Egyptian for picking on a Hebrew, and then he told the Hebrew. He 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 saw two Hebrew men fighting. He was like, "Yo, he's like, we're all of the same descent. Don't." don't kill each other and then he got scared because see everybody gets scared. He got scared. He just killed an Egyptian guy, but he got scared of the Hebrews and they're his people, you know what I'm saying? So everybody gets scared. But anyway he just told him he was like, Well, he's like These two Hebrew guys are fine. He was like, Well what's up? You know, we could scrap. Like, you know, we'll beat you up, we'll kill you, do this. So he left. So anyway, all this happens, God appears to him in a burning bush, tells him to go back to Egypt You need to save my. You need to save the Israelites. Boom, boom, boom. This, that, and the other happens. Okay, goes to Pharaoh. Now Moses has a. He has faltering lips. The Bible says so. He probably has like a speech impediment. So he sends. So he goes. Aaron. So God sends Aaron with him to go talk to Pharaoh, so Pharaoh can talk with or Aaron can talk for him. He he told Moses. He's like. He's like. You act as if you are God. So he was basically saying Moses, He's like, I'm gonna tell you what to do and you're gonna tell what you're gonna tell Aaron what to do, but I'm gonna be like you, he's gonna be your prophet basically. That's what he was telling them. So they go to Pharaoh and he's like, yo, you gotta let my people go. He's like, we gotta go worship God in the wilderness. He's like, if you don't let him go, um, something bad's gonna to happen to you." So he performed a sign beforehand before he even told him to let his people go, or he he told him to let him go, and he said, how do I know this is coming from God? So he dropped his staff, turned it into a snake, picked it up, and then the staff, put the staff, or he picked up the snake and it turned back into a staff. And then Pharaoh got some people who do dark magic and like magicians and just like bad people, like evil people, they could do the same thing. So he wasn't like intimidated, okay? So then Moses and Aaron leave, and God appears to them. He's like, yo, he's like, go back. Tell them if they don't do what I'm telling you to tell them to do, all their river is going to be in blood. It's just going to be nothing but blood. It's going to stink, and there's not going to be any water for them to drink, to shower, to clean stuff, nothing. He's like, but my people who are suffering in Goshen, that's where the Israelites were. They'll be, ha- They'll have clean water. Everything will be okay with them. So Pharaoh is like, it says that the Bible, in the Bible it says that Pharaoh's heart got hardened each time. And and you go through and you start reading and you're reading and it says, so right here it says the plague of blood. And then it says the plague of frogs. Then it says the plague of gnats. The plague of flies. The plague of livestock. The plague of, what is that? The plague of boils That's disgusting you know what I'm saying like how you gonna my man's got boils all over his face he's like nah he's like I ain't letting your people go they're my people he wanted his slaves that bad that he didn't care about having boils all over his body all over his his um, officials faces and it says that the magicians and the people who were doing the dark arts were too embarrassed of their boils to even try to fix what was going on or to even try to summon the dark arts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, they're like, nah, dog. He's Some of them, Pharaoh's officials, like, dog, you need to listen to Jesus. Like, you need to listen to the Lord because he's messing us up. And uh, if we keep if we keep doing this, we ain't going to live much longer. So, after the boils came the hell. And then after the hell came the plague of locusts. And then after that came the plague of darkness the plague of the firstborn and then it leads into the passover but it's crazy how you read this read this story about pharaoh and it's like he's taking pride in his car and god's like listen dog he's like if you don't put your focus on me if you don't if you don't let yourself go and let yourself start to follow me he's like you're going to have to fix that, car that, I'm, that tire I'm about to pop. Boom. He's like, all you have to do is fix me. You can still keep the car. But that can't be your main priority. I want to be your main priority. You know what I'm saying? We put things that shouldn't be our main priority. Our main priority. And then they start leading us down. So we're going straight. Boom, 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 boom. boom. Straight. And then we see things that we know are bad for us, but we don't really care about. And then we start to slant a little bit. And then instead of us going straight, now we just have this little curve. And then and then we start falling into more sin. And then it starts to get into a wider, wider turn. We get into our wider turn, then it's a whole 360, you know what I'm saying? So we're turning right, turning right, turning right, turning right, turning right. We're never getting out of that hole that we created ourselves. Because we wanted to fall off the straight and narrow path. See, God tells us to... To follow his path and follow his righteousness, his understanding. And it'll lead us to everlasting life. It'll lead us down to where we want to go and where we want to be. But because we have so much pride and we think we know it all. And we think that everything is going to get easier the way we do it. And we always want to make things just easier for us. As humans, we're lazy. We we don't want to always put in the work. You know, you could be the hardest worker, but there could be one thing. That you really don't want to do. And you're not going to put your best foot forward. There's always one thing that always holds you back. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's doing the dishes. Whether it's throwing the trash. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it it's holding you back as little. You can get held back as little as just complaining. You know what I'm saying? You put that all that extra effort into complaining. Instead of just shutting up and doing what you got to do. It's the same thing with Christ. We just got to shut our mouths and stay focused on him. Stop trying to figure out what's going to be the easiest way to get to heaven. That's what we're caught up in. Man, if I could do this and still get into heaven, I'll be cool. Or he's like, man, I, I can't smoke, but um, I still am, I'm still i still fiending for something. You know what I mean? So I'm going to drink, but I ain't going to get drunk. So I'm just going to drink every day. Yeah, well, then you're kind of making alcohol your God. You know what I'm saying? Or you're, you're trying to fill that void with something else instead of filling that void with Jesus. The time you could be chiefing and the time you could be drinking, change that out for the time that you could spend with God. It takes you, what, let's say 30 minutes to roll up, 30 minutes to, you know what I'm saying, do what you got to do. Well, take that thirty minutes and go, go, go. Be with Jesus. Get that stuff out of your life. Fix your problems instead of adding on to them. Cause you know that you smoking and you drinking, or you doing what you gotta do, is taking time away from what you could be doing to help you get out of that situation. It could be saving you money. It could be saving you time. You could be go going to rebuild your relationship with the people that you broke it with. Just by you stopping, doing. Just by you stopping, what is causing you to be distant from them. You know what I'm saying? There's no point of having something in your life if you know it's no good for you. And if somebody really loves you and somebody's always out there to tell you that it's going to be okay, even if you let it go. Hey, you might go through withdrawals from anything because that's what the devil wants you to do. He wants you to feel like you are going to crave what you... you, He's going to make you crave what you're not doing and what you don't have. So that you'll go back and you'll go sin again. He's gonna make you crave that alcohol. He's gonna make you crave that weed. He's gonna make you crave that that person you wanted to be with. That's no good for you. He's gonna make you crave the food that you know that you shouldn't be eating. You know what I'm saying? You know if you're if you're a diabetic, he's gonna be like, hey, you know, hey, there's some chocolate cookies in the, the cupboard. Go go tear them up real quick. It's all good, dog. It's just one cookie, two cookies, three cookies. When you know that it's midnight and you shouldn't be eating them cookies, and you need to go back to bed. You know what I'm saying? There's a time and there's a place for everything. But sin, there ain't no time and place for that. So don't try to make a time and a place for it. Because there's no time and place for it. Be wise in what you do. Understand that every single step that you take has to be a step in the know. You know what I'm saying? It has to be a calculated step. Every step that you take has to be calculated. You can't walk Like, without, you can't be like a chicken without its head running around everywhere, you know what I'm saying? Walk, calculatedly. Pay attention to every single thing that is around you. Every single thing that you ingest, whether it's through sight, through, you know, hearing, through ingestion, you know what I'm saying? Be specific about what you put in your brain, what you put in your body. Because there's no point... Of you adding stuff that's just gonna keep you down for all you know you smoking that weed you drinking that drink you sitting up all night eating can cause you to be depressed you're doing the way you're dealing with your depression is by doing the things that you're doing see if everything if you live the right life you'll never have to fill a void you'll never have to feel like you need to fill yourself up with something else you'll never have that urge to go do something That you know isn't right for you. Don't fill your emptiness with things that aren't of God. That emptiness that you need to fill. That void that you have in your life. Fill it with Christ. Don't fill it up with sin. Because if you fill it up with sin. It's going to be harder to get that sin out of your life. You're just racking up sin. You're watering the sin. You're allowing it to to shine. For what? It's just going to grow and it's just going to get worse. And it's going to get worse and worse and worse. And then it's going to lead into things that. You didn't even think, like, dang, I lost my family, and all I did was smoke weed 10 days ago. You never know. And every single thing that you go through is going to be because of the decision that you make. Because if you have God on your side, it says that no weapon formed against you shall harm you because you have Christ on your side. Remember that. Remember that Jesus is your defense, He's your strength, He's your wisdom. He's your righteousness. He is everything that you need. We got to remember to drink from the water well of salvation. We got to remember to give Him thanks every day, because I, every day, I would take for granted. Every day I knew I was gonna wake up, but did I really? If I really sat back and thought about it, God coulda went, and then boom, I'm gone. But He didn't. He let me wake up. I say thank you, God. I woke up today and I was like, Phew. I I got I had a bad dream, but I didn't I didn't remember it. You know what I'm saying? I have bad dreams, but I don't remember them, and I feel like the devil tries to like scare me awake. And uh, I'm the type of person that gets up three, four, five times a a night. You know what I'm saying? I wake up a lot, and that's just because I just do. I've always have. I've always woken up a lot, and um, now I wake up and I'm like, I, would like this morning. I woke up and I was like, okay, I'm good. Like I'm alive. You know what I'm saying? I'm like thank. I I literally said thank you God. Cause I could be dead right now. Like that's what that's what you have to do. You have to realize that everything that everything that you do, everything that you say, every thanks that you give has to be genuine. Because really, really, really understand in order to really really understand Christ, you have to be thankful for the smallest thing. And we think it's small, but it ain't. Because you think you're gonna wake up tomorrow. But do you really know if you're gonna wake up tomorrow? Because even if you don't believe in God, do you really think that you could like People people who don't believe in God, they think they're going to wake up tomorrow. But in the back of their mind, they can still think that, hey man, there's a chance that I could go to sleep and not wake up. But they don't thank anybody for that because they don't get it. And that's why we're here to let you know that it's okay if you don't get it. But just know that the only reason that you wake up is because Christ allows you to wake up. The the God of all of us allows us to wake up. Jesus Christ died on the cross for us to be able to wake up, to be able to not feel like we aren't good enough, to not have to fill a void with sin. That's why Jesus died on the cross for us. He died on the cross so we could get live with our family in a good way, not to be out with the homies or doing things we shouldn't be doing, you know what I mean? You have to walk in wisdom, you have to walk in understanding, and if you don't know what to understand and you don't know what what is wise it's because you're not in your word it literally can tell you what you can do and if you're reading it to understand it then you're understanding it but if you're reading it just to read it you won't get it that's the problem when we're kids as we go to sunday school or we hear a bible verse And we're like John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. And whoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. You know what I'm saying? We just say it. But do you know what that means? It says for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. That whoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Meaning God gave his only Son for us. The people who didn't deserve it, the people who spit on him, the people who were beating him, the people who were making fun of him, putting the crown of thorns, calling him Jesus of Nazareth. This is the king, Jesus of Nazareth, the king of the Jews. But yeah, he gave his only son for you, the one mocking him, the one spitting on him, the people who chose to save the murderer over Jesus Christ. But it says, fear not, because it is the plan that God had for me. And that I die on this cross to forgive you for what you have done. That's why you hear, if you read in the Bible in the New Testament, Peter and John go out and they're talking to people about don't feel bad about what you did because it's done and it's over. God already knew what he was going to do. God already knew that you were going to save the murderer and not him. So remember that. It's okay. He wanted to show you that even though you did all that to him. He loves you so much. He's given you a second chance. And all you have to do is believe in Jesus Christ. All you have to do is believe in Jesus Christ and live for Him. And you'll have everlasting life through the Son. Carry the Holy Spirit. They passed on that Holy Spirit for us to have. Because without the Holy Spirit, how can we live Christ-like? Without believing in Christ, how could we believe in God? If we don't believe in God, how are we going to get to heaven? Don't be scared. You know what you know what I don't get is how we have the choice to do right from wrong and we we choose to do right every day. Every day you wake up, you have a choice not to kill somebody. That's great. Have a choice to serve the Lord. You know what I'm saying? Have a you have a choice to either go to heaven or go to hell in every decision that you make is going to lead you to where you want to go you know what i'm saying i say that with quotations because you don't really know where you want to go unless you're putting your whole heart into something if you're not following christ and you're not trying to be more christ-like and you wake up and you're like yeah i love jesus but i'm gonna go smoke my weed i love jesus but i'm gonna go not talk to somebody who isn't my wife or not to talk to somebody who isn't my husband Or I'm going to go steal, or I'm going to go do this, I'm going to go flip somebody off, I'm going to go cuss, I'm going to go, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to go drink, I'm going to go do whatever. But you got to remember that by us making that decision, that's like us killing somebody. Because it says that sin is sin. There's no greater sin and there's no lesser sin. That sin is sin. You cussing is just as bad as you killing somebody. And you killing somebody is just like, just as bad as you cussing. You know what I'm saying? The world normalizes everything to make it all. It's like, well, yeah, like, you can lie, and that's cool, but if you kill somebody, then you're going to jail. Nah. You got to realize that if you sin, you're in spiritual jail. And if you don't want to be in jail, then don't sin. Live your right life. The things that you know are holding you back, let them go. Don't be caught up in what what everybody else is doing because not everybody else Is trying to get to heaven and you got to realize that every day that you live your life every day that you walk this earth Realize that everything that you live for is for christ. You don't live for yourself Don't be ashamed to say that you love jesus and don't be ashamed that you're trying to change your life Because those who actually really care about you and who are trying to be your real homies Won't care about that stuff. They'll show you support and hey, you could even have a chance at saving their life don't be scared and don't be ashamed, because if you're not ashamed and you're not scared, that's showing you the opportunity. Like like I said earlier, everybody is scared of someone, but the Bible says to only fear God. If you only fear God, then you'll never have to worry about anything else ever again, and that's just the truth. If you only fear God, you'll never have to be put in a situation where where you were scared. You know what I'm saying? I'll never have to be put in the situation of having to feel that wrestling anxiety anymore. And even if and, and I still try to wrestle now. You know what I mean? Like I still try to wrestle now. But I don't have that anxiety anymore. Because I know that I only feel the Lord. And the Lord is the only one that can scare me. The Lord is the only one that can hold me back. So I walk with my faith. I walk with understanding. I drink from the water well of salvation. Willingly. He leads me down the way. And I follow directly behind him. There's no point of following Jesus if you don't want to be directly behind him. If you don't want to be, you know what I'm saying? If you don't want to follow in every footstep that he is taking, every millise- a millistep that he is taking, there's no point of following Jesus. Why would you do something wholeheartedly or not wholeheartedly? If you do it halfheartedly, it's like God knows. You know what I'm saying? Like you ain't tricking nobody. You can play Jesus or you can play um Christian all you want. Because you can't play Jesus. You know what I'm saying? It's not about religion. It's not about um, where you come from. It's not about your color. It's not about who you think you are. Who you want to be. It's about him. And that's what we forget. Is that it's about him. We forget that we try to put ourselves and give ourselves a title. I'm a Christian. No. You're not a Christian. You're a follower of Christ. So follow Christ. You know what I'm saying? Don't categorize yourself as one thing. Just follow Christ. Enjoy your walk with God. Every single day, talk to Him in your prayers. Talk to Him just to talk to Him. Hey, what's up, Jesus? Thank you. Thank you so much, Lord. Thank you for that breath that I got to take. Thank you, Father God, for the sight that I don't appreciate. Thank you for the ability to speak without faltering lips. Thank you, God, for giving me the ability to speak English. Thank you, God, for the ability to read. Thank you, Father God, for the ability to love, to care, and to be gentle. Thank you, Father God, for the ability to do everything that you give me. Because without you, I am nothing. Thank you, Christ. Thank you, Father. You are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And the sooner we understand all those things, the sooner we can get closer to God. There's no point of living life half-heartedly you know what I'm saying if you're doing something you love you're doing it all the way through so if you're not living your life for God and you're not doing it all the way through you're not doing something you love and that's just the reality of it do follow Jesus with everything that you have and everything that you got and in return he will give you a millions fold it says if you have faith as much as a mustard seed you can move mountains and that's factual you know what I'm saying Everybody gets so caught up in like, nah, that's that was just back in the day. I can't really move a mountain. Says who? You know what I'm saying? God could literally bless you with that ability if you had it, and He can meet it metaphorically, or He can meet it like realistically. That's what that's what we don't get. We think because the because the world says nah, that's impossible, but God does the impossible. God made the blind see. He healed the sick, and He raised the dead. So what makes you think you can't move a mountain? Do you have the proof? The proof is in the pudding. The proof is right here in our word. But we don't know because we're not reading our word. We don't know because we are reading it, but we're not understanding it. We're reading it, but we're not listening. We're reading it, but we are not paying attention. The faster we pay attention, the closer we can get to Christ. It ain't cool to be somebody who It ain't cool to be somebody who you aren't. And it ain't cool to be somebody who isn't right. You know what I'm saying? You trying to be cool is just as bad as somebody trying to be a murderer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I like to kill people. I'm cool. I, you know, I drop I drop bodies. Uh, so you trying to play God. That's what you're saying to me. You ain't nobody. And you ain't going to be nobody. No matter what you rap about, what you talk about, or who you claim you think you are. My God is stronger than you. And I ain't scared of you. And that's how you have to live your life. Not scared. Because I'm scared. Or I was scared. But there ain't no point in being scared now. Because you got the biggest, baddest dude on your side. You got the biggest, baddest God on your side. He is the God of gods. He's the King of kings. The Lord of lords. And you're scared? There ain't no need to be. Throw it out the window. Face facts. And understand that living right and everything will be all right. Just remember to carry that faith with you. Carry that ability to call upon God. Don't carry that shame. Don't carry that doubt. Don't carry that worriedness. Don't carry that, like, scaredness. It's okay. Everybody goes through anxiety. Everybody goes through temptation. Temptation. You're not a sinner because you go through temptation. You're a sinner because you listen to temptation. And that's what we have to remember. Don't beat yourself up if you fall down. Because all you have to do is ask God to pick you back up. He is your strength and he is your defense. And he knows what you're good at. and He knows what you're bad at. And he puts you through the bad things to make you stronger. So next time you face that temptation, you overcome it with ease. That's why you go through it. Don't be discouraged if you fall. And don't feel bad if you fall. Because God... Allows us to fall sometimes to pick us back up to show us understanding and maybe even to forgive us for what we did before He's showing you like hey remember last time you went through this and you messed up, but this time you got it I love you son. I love you daughter Thank you my child Because we're learning Don't stop learning You know what I mean? Just keep it cool relax just take that breath call upon him for strength call upon him for understanding and everything will be okay temptation is never going to go away but you'll always succeed if you have christ you can conquer any any trial any tribulation any obstacle every single thing that you go through mental warfare physical warfare spiritual warfare god will always help you And he'll never give you anything you can't handle. So remember that. If you think there ain't a way out, trust me, there is. And you can't run from it now. The truth is out. He will never give you anything you can't handle. So carry that with you. I hope everybody has a blessed week. this was freaking so cool. I finally got to film my first one. I've been trying to put pieces and pieces together, but it's just hard. 'cause i I'll do like a twenty minute piece and then another twenty minute piece, and I'll try to put them together, but i can't, it's just it's really difficult, and uh now I figured that I can record, pause it, come back to it, resume where I was, and it'll work this one I'm actually filming all the way through it's um about to be midnight, yeah, it's eleven fifty seven so it's almost march twenty first um but yeah. Just anybody who's watching, anyone who's listening, thank you. And I hope you guys enjoyed the content. Um, and just remember, you ain't got nothing if you ain't got Christ. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, yeah, hope everybody has a, a good week. NCAA Wrestling Championship was on. And your boy was fired up. Um, Carter Storaci did good. Aaron Brooks did good. RBY did good. The Penn State crew was killing it. And, uh, yeah I like football, I like wrestling I like, I used to watch boxing and MMA But I don't watch that anymore I just kinda keep it secluded I'm just more focused on this now, you know what I'm saying I don't know I used to be so caught up in entertainment And, uh, trying to get my day over with Or make it fly by But, you gotta enjoy every moment you got You know what I'm saying There's things around you that you could be taking care of While you're trying to, like, distract yourself with TV Or something, you know what I mean So just remember, put that time into something good, and not something bad, and you'll be alright. But yeah, this uh this pod was lit. Um, yeah, I'm really excited about this. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna edit this. I'm gonna edit it a little bit and uh, see what I can do, and then um, hopefully we'll get one going weekly, and then um, if we can, we'll get one going daily. and sometimes we'll talk about scripture. Sometimes we'll just, you know, chop it up. You know, it could be an hour. It could be 30 minutes. It could be 5 minutes, 10, 15, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I might even pull clicks from, clips from my live stream and post them up on the on the the pod page. But, yeah. If you guys want to catch me live, I play video games live. Well, we do a little bit of... We do scripture. So, it's dropping scriptures and bodies. Right? That's, that's what it's called. So, we're dropping scriptures and bodies in war zone. So, um... If you don't know what Warzone is, it's Call of Duty, and it's just like a, it's a battle royale type game, um, so Last Man Standing wins, and your boy is, um. sometimes, I, sometimes I'm sometimes i on, sometimes I'm not, sometimes I'm just having fun, and, uh, but what we do in the beginning before we start is we do our, our Bible talk, our little scriptures, uh, we'll get a prayer in, we'll do all that good stuff, you know what I'm saying, so um, if you guys want to drop by, it's, YouTube.com slash Jesus Soldier. Um, If I could, if wherever you're watching this, I'm gonna try to post it up and keep it going. Um, can kind of keep it all connected. Uh, you guys can follow me on Instagram at Baby Cobra B A A B Y C O B R A. Um, that's my Instagram. Um, where I'll be posting up. I post up clips, I post up little, um, I pull clips from dropping bodies and scriptures. I'll probably pull a clip from this, I will pull a clip from whatever I might even just drop like an Instagram video just for Instagram, you know what I'm saying? Follow the Instagram for just Instagram. But yeah, I don't I don't really run my Instagram account. I let my wife do it because um I'm just I'm not I'm not ready for that yet. And uh it takes a real man to admit when you're ready for things and when you're not. And uh, I thought I was ready for it and I wasn't a couple it was actually about a year ago. or Yeah, about a year ago. I thought I was ready for it and I wasn't. And uh, you got to remember, whatever you see, whatever you do, whatever you're looking at is going to have an effect on you. So let it have a positive effect on you, not a negative one. Be a, be a big enough man and have the cojones, you know what I'm saying, to, to say no and to give up things that you know are holding you back. Like me, like I post on Instagram just for my my page you know what i mean just to just to whoever's looking to reach have help have god reach those people because it ain't me it's all glory to god you know what i'm saying if one person hears this nobody hears this if a thousand people hear this that's because of jesus not because of me and uh, i just hope that his light shines through me i'm not trying to be um a preacher i'm just trying to be somebody who I just really do this cause I love doing it You know what I mean? Like I really wish I could film a lot more But I'm a full time daddy You know what I'm saying? That's just me uh, I was working My wife got a better job And uh, we switched spots So now I'm an at home daddy I sell or I don't You know what I'm saying? I, I trade stocks At home for my computer I'm not like a big broker right? I'm not like a broker or anything But I got my little accounts that I watch And I trade stocks I take care of my kids I, I get into my word and I I play video games I I play video games on stream I I'm trying to do podcasts I just I'm doing what I love for once and I'm doing it the right way. Cause if you don't know, I tried doing this my way, and when I tried doing it my way, it didn't leave nothing but the hell way. You know what I'm saying? Not the highway, not the freeway. It was the hell way, okay. And uh. I wasn't proud of it, and uh, I even had, like, um, family members be like, I, you know, I, I just can't watch it, man, you be cussing too much, or, like, I can't watch it because it's just, I can't I can't listen to that, you know what I'm saying, I can't, I don't want to, you don't want to hear that, and that's what that's what we forget, is, yeah, man, the cleaner it is, the better it is, not the dirtier it is, the better it is, you know what I'm saying, and it's just better, to keep everything true to who you are. And at the time that's who I was and that's not what was clicking for everybody else. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't right for everybody else. Now I had people watching me but it wasn't like like you know, I didn't put my heart and soul into it because I was not in my right state of mind. I wasn't doing things right through Christ. So now that I get to do them right through Christ, it's just easier it's fun. It's more, way more fun than what it used to be. I don't dread doing anything. I love doing this. And I'm not doing this for fame or fortune. I'm doing it because I like it. I'm doing it because God put it in my heart. He's like, I know you love talking. I know you always like liked podcasts. So why not make your own podcast? And you're, like, I'm like, right. You're right, God. Why, why don't I make my own podcast and, and glorify you in it and put you first and and mention you every chance i get and and then he's like i know you like playing video games why don't you play video games on stream and i'm like you you know what god you're right i should play video games on stream but i'm gonna put you first and it don't matter how many people are watching it don't matter um which you know what i'm saying what are you doing it for are you doing it for like the love of the game or are you doing it for a quick dollar and uh In the beginning, I was trying to do it for a quick dollar. But when I'm doing it now, I'm doing it because I love it. I'm doing it because when God says, what did you do with my son? And I'm be like, God, I did the best I could do. I followed you full heartedly and I made podcasts glorifying you, Jesus. I played video games glorifying you, Jesus. I didn't cuss and I stayed true to my character that you built. I stay true to the person you helped me become, because in the Bible it's gonna say, "What did you do with my son?" Is in the Lamb's Book of Life. No, uh, no, Enrique is E N R I Q U E Z. Yep, that's me. Cool. Uh, what'd you do with my son? And when I'm i gonna stand there I'll be like, um, uh, I told my friend about Jesus. Like uh, I was like One, two, two, two. about like 15, 16 years ago. He's like, um oh dude you did that when you're like four. What'd you do when you were getting older? I mean it's like nothing. How you gonna get into heaven you ain't doing nothing for Jesus? You know what I'm saying? And that's the reality of it. If you ain't sharing God and you ain't preaching out and you ain't you know what I'm saying? You don't have to be a preacher to talk about Jesus. All you have to do is be a friend to somebody, be a loved one, be a spouse, be a brother, a sister. It don't matter. Just talk about Jesus to anybody Talk about Jesus to the the dude that's asking for a dollar Be like, man, Jesus loves you so much, dude He's like, I don't I don't got it I don't got it, all the money in the world But I know Jesus will provide for you, bro And if you follow him, he'll take care of every situation you got So here's a buck, man Just do what you gotta do or Give him 20 bucks, whatever whatever your heart desires You know what I'm saying? And God's worked on me with that too Because I'm... Um, I was a very greedy person, and, and I always cared about money, you know what I'm saying, that's just how I was, I was all about getting feria, I wasn't with no clique guys. I was my own clique, you know what I'm saying, I'm about getting bread, and that's about it, I'm just trying to stack my cheese, and that's just, that's who I was, and I'm not like that anymore, and I'm, I thank God for that, I used to be such a, I used to be like Mr. Krabs from Spongebob, your boy was so uptight with cash. People want to borrow money from me, and it's like, nah, you know what I'm saying? I don't got it, but I knew I got it. I always had FedEye. You know, man, you just, there's no point. There's no point of being greedy because it's it's just money. You know what I'm saying? If you believe in God, you have faith in God, and um, you stay true to God, then you'll be alright. Because, like, it's just crazy. Sometimes God will be like, yo, give that person 10 bucks. And I'm just like, 10 bucks. And, yo, you seen the gas prices, God? It's like five dollars for a gallon. What do you mean ten bucks? That's two gallons of gas right there. But he's just like, put give him ten bucks, and I was like, all right, give him ten bucks. My my lady, my my wife, she, she's the most giving person I've ever met. Like, and she used like she she wanted to be giving, but we just never had money to be giving. You know what I'm saying? But as she gets closer with God, she understands that when he, when she listens to him and when I listen to him we get blessed and we're not doing it for a blessing we're doing it because Jesus asked us to do it you know what I'm saying if Jesus asks you to do something do it because he's asking you to do it don't do it and expect something out of it because you might not get nothing out of it but the fact that you listen is what you should be looking forward to getting out of it don't look for him to double your triple your money Look for him. Look for yourself being that faithful servant. You, you look for that, well done, my good and faithful servant. That's all you should be looking for. Don't be looking to reap a reward for doing what God asked you to do. Because what, what reward did Jesus get for dying on the cross? He rose the third day. And he's, you know what I'm saying? He did everything he wanted because he loves God. He did everything that he did. He followed Jesus. He was blameless. He, he, Jesus followed God and he was blameless because he loved God that much. He didn't do it to reap a reward. We love Christ because we love Christ. We don't love Christ because he's going to bless us tenfold. You don't ex- we can't expect blessings out of that. We can't expect like things from following Christ. Cause that's not what love is That's like that's like being with somebody And that's your sugar mama Your sugar daddy You know what I'm saying Like he's, Jesus is not our sugar daddy and our sugar mama You know what I'm saying He's our God God is our God Jesus Christ is his son He intercedes for us when we lift up prayers to him Jesus prays for us To God He said um, God Bless them Father God When I Told them to do something when you told them to do something, they listened, they didn't hesitate, and they didn't expect anything. And that's when you'll get your blessing. The quicker we understand that having expectations for stuff is a bad thing, the easier our life will get. Don't expect anything in life, never expect anything. Just like you should never expect to trust, like you like somebody they say, never trust a criminal. Well. You can also you should also never expect something from a criminal you know what I mean don't expect to reap a reward from Jesus do it because you love him not because you want something and um, it's just crazy like just if you live right you'll be all right but living right ain't what the what the world says they're trying to normalize Jesus in the streets they're trying to normalize Jesus in the world and we can't fall into it we gotta live in faith. We gotta live in his harmony. We gotta live by his swagger, his walk. Cause Jesus, he's He's the Lord, He's the Lord's Son, you know what I'm saying? He's the Lord's Son. So we, we're saved through Christ and God and we get filled up with the Holy Spirit. And Jesus He's he's a G. God, he's the O G. He's a triple O G triple triple. <laughs> you know He's he's God. So, don't expect nothing from the OG. Just do what he tells you to do and you'll be okay. And that's it. Just live life the way you're supposed to and everything will be alright. Thanks for tuning into this podcast. Thanks for, you know, sharing your time with me, whether it's the morning, whether it's the night, whether it's the evening. Good insert. Evening, morning, night. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Thanks for stopping by Catch the YouTube, the Instagram I I think I dropped it all already Hopefully we keep this going I'll keep it up I'm going to try to post weekly But we'll see what happens Like I said, full time daddy, that's me And I take pride in that So I'm trying to get it in But it's not for me It's all glory to God And um, he'll open up a door When it's time for me to post again And um, I'm going to try to do it weekly I think I I know how I'm going to try to do it now. Um, And giving him all the honor and all the glory is worth losing some sleep over, so I don't mind. Um, But yeah, so thanks everybody for tuning in. And I hope you enjoyed yourself. If you didn't enjoy yourself, I'm sorry. Maybe you'll enjoy the next one. And uh, and, uh, that's about it. So um, just remember, you ain't got nothing if you ain't got Christ. Peace. I'm out.